to the Retirement Clinic with your host, Jeff Kowal, from the Kowal Investment Group, the Retirement Specialists. And welcome to the Retirement Clinic with your host, Jeff Kowal. As you just heard, Jeff, president of the Kowal Investment Group, the retirement specialist. And thanks for joining us every Saturday. We're in Madison now in WIBA, WISN in Milwaukee, of course, as well. Jeff, good morning. Good morning, Paul. How are you? Good morning to you. I'm fantastic. Aaron Spitzner joins us. You hear Aaron Monday through Friday on the market updates in Milwaukee and now Aaron, I think, in Madison too, right? That's right. Welcome back to the show. Well, thanks for having me on again. Aaron's a financial advisor with the Kowal Investment Group. Jeff, you've got a very, very large, large staff. We can't mention everybody on air, but we want to... Uh, can, you know, thank them for all sure. of their help. Many of them are on the show with you. Many are on the market updates Monday through Friday that they hear uh, right here in this very station. That's right. We've got myself and Aaron Spitzner and uh, Aaron Kowal, Paul Schaefer, Kirsten Beecroft, uh, Christine Hayward, Joe Still. Uh, who else? John Hayward. A whole bunch of us there. A uh, great team of people that are that are concerned about your retirement and uh, investment planning. Um you know, if you have seven hundred fifty thousand dollars or more in retirement assets, that's the Kowal Investment Group. Uh, but Monday through Friday, we do the business report, and that's at three o five and the five o'clock news block, where one of the top advisors in our office will, and Aaron's on there all the time. We'll give you one minute on what's going on in the market and how it affects you and your life that particular day, um, whether it's. Uh, uh, an energy report or uh, uh, President Trump saying something about anything. Uh, usually that generates some uh, interest and affects the markets one way or the other. But then we'll wrap it up with the Dow, the S&P 500, and uh, NASDAQ all in one minute at 305, 3.05 and the uh, 5 o'clock news block. You're right about Trump, though. I mean, if it's a Foxconn thing, fine, that's news. But if he sneezes... He, it, it's going to be talked about, you know. Um, interesting stuff going on in the news. Uh, a lot of it, uh, Jeff, pertains, and you'll cover the stories in the show. You've got a lot of retirement news items that we get to every week. Yep. We have the sexy segment, which is about wealth management and preservation. We've got the boss minute coming up as well for business owners. And with Aaron Spitzner in studio, we also want to open up phone lines and take your retirement questions. It can be... Uh, tax questions, 401k plans, anything that has to do with your retirement plan. And Jeff, you, uh, your show is a little special here today. Do you know why? I give up. It's the last <laughs> show that we're giving Summerfest tickets away. After this, I'm done. <laughs> we're out of tickets. Summerfest next weekend is, you know, they're wrapping it up, so we're not giving them away then. And uh, I think Monday through Friday, we're done with them too. So your show is the final show to give away tickets. I've got four left, one four-pack. So what we're going to do is open up phone lines right now for your retirement questions. As a bonus, one of you walks away with four tickets. So one four-pack. We'll announce the winner at the end of the show. Everybody qualifies. We toss you in a hat, and we'll pick out that winner. So if you want to go to Summerfest and get your retirement questions answered at the same time, this is the place to call, 799-1130, or toll-free, 800-838-9476. That's the Steam Dry Carpet Cleaning toll-free line. I mentioned Madison, WIBA. You do have a location. In fact, you've got four locations. That's right. We're... We're looking for world domination eventually with the retirement planning area and investment area. So, yes, we have the Madison area. It's actually Middleton um, in Phoenix. Uh, uh, 
Uh, also in uh, Port Washington. So it's three, and then we have our world headquarters in uh, Waukesha, Wisconsin. So. That's pretty diverse. <laughs> Middleton, Phoenix, Arizona, <laughs> Port Washington, yep. which is great for the North Shore, northern yes. part of our listening audience. Of course, in Waukesha are your your main headquarters, the world headquarters <laughs> as we talk about. And there's more information on your website, thekowalway.com. So check it out, thekowalway.com. A lot of info right online. I think you can even book appointments on your website. Am I right? You can request appointments on the website. Yeah. Yes. That's a good way to start. Can, and you can request a particular time. I'm not in charge of whether you get it or <laughs> not. <laughs> so <laughs> uh, let's start, Jeff. Let's start with the show. You've got stuff to talk about, so I'll let you begin. That's yeah, kind of above my pay grade, this uh, scheduling appointments thing. But do call our office or go on the website, like you mentioned, thekowalway.com. Um, we'll give out the phone numbers later, Jeff. Okay. For your offices. But let's start. Let's talk of retirement right now. What's going on in the news? Well, I, this, I pulled up this one article I thought was pretty interesting. The sexy segment that we have later on is for people who, are, who already have a million dollars in retirement uh, and savings. But this one I thought was a pretty interesting article. Um, I can see CNBC.com. That's where I got this from. It says, yes, you can save a million dollars for retirement with a $50,000 salary. And here's how. So I thought this was pretty interesting because it's, it's things that even if you, as long as you pay attention to what's, uh, what's coming in from in terms of income and then pay attention to where you put it. It says, ask Americans why they don't have money set aside for the future. Many will answer that saving for retirement isn't a priority for them. At least that's what 40% of respondents in a recent Go Banking Rates survey said when asked why they don't have retirement savings. But there are plenty of reasons why not to save, but also a lot of good reasons to save. Um, it starts off with, you know, make a commitment to save for retirement. If saving for retirement isn't a priority for you, consider this. If you're struggling to get by now on a small check... How will you get by retirement without savings and no paycheck? So I, that's kind of a, it should be an eye opener for some people that says, I, I don't have anything now, but I don't have any money to set aside for later on. Um, so it says a million dollars. It says, uh, you might ask yourself, how much do I need to retire? Do I really need a million dollars? And the, very, the answer will vary from person to person. But really, uh, that's, a, that's a nice round number. Um, First thing you need to do is calculate how much you need to retire. But I think, you know, let's start with a million dollars. Let's go with that one. Uh, it says start saving as soon as possible. The sooner you start saving, the less you'll have to set aside each month to save a million dollars for retirement, which is good news if your income is low. And it says if you're 30 today and invest $600 a month from now to age 65, if your investments earn an average of 7%, I don't know if I, the article doesn't say whether that's guaranteed or not. So I guess we have to say that's not guaranteed, even though it's somebody else's article. They always worry about compliance. You know, doesn't it seem like 7% always used as an average for return over yeah. the years? Is that some number that going back decades and decades? Well, we like to use a lower number uh, just because we don't want people, you know, when they walk away from work, and since retirement planning is our specialty, when people walk away from work, we don't want them to have to come back to work because we... Uh, estimate too high, so right. we tend will will tend to use a lower rate, usually around five percent. But this says average return is seven percent. Okay, you could be more aggressive, more growth oriented uh, as you're accumulating money. By age sixty five, you have a, a million dollars, so that's at six hundred six hundred dollars a month. At starting at age thirty, yes, if you're thirty. If you're starting age forty, you'll need to be able to put away about thirteen hundred dollars a month. Oh. 
So really, if you if you get paid every two weeks, that's six hundred fifty dollars uh, every paycheck. But that's also more than double it, and you started a decade earlier, right? Yep. But you'll have a million dollars at age sixty five, assuming seven percent. And it says it even says this is pretty interesting because even if you back it up, if you start at age twenty, you could set aside less than three hundred dollars a month and have. So that's the the value of compound interest. The people that you talk to that avoid 401k plans for whatever reason or just don't uh, participate, Jeff, what are their reasons? What do most people say? I can't afford it. I need yeah. all of that. Uh, or, you know, nobody pulled them aside and said, and, and luckily I had people when I went out on my own in 1981. I remember Toby Carney, a good friend of mine to this day. I just had lunch with him this week. You know, I was talking about all my expenses. And he, he you know, you would think that he's a competitor. He's a financial advisor, a great guy. And he pulled me aside and forced me to put money into a retirement plan at that time. Because I was talking about all the other expenses because I was just going off of on course, my own. There's always 19- bills, right? Yep. That was in 1985 that I went out on my own. And he just worked me over. 87, 87, I went out on my own and just made sure that I put money away in my retirement plan first. So. Are you glad you did? Oh, absolutely. <laughs> Aaron was absolutely right. <laughs> You're younger than both of us, Aaron. Yeah. Your thoughts by are, far. By hey, a lot. Hey, hey, hey. hey. <laughs> well, he's, he is accurate, Jeff. <laughs> That's true. Uh, so your friends, people in your age group, you're probably in your 30s? Yeah. Yeah. Are they doing 401k? If they're not, what do they say? And what are your thoughts on what we're discussing? I, I would, I mean, I would say we don't often talk about that when we're getting together. I mean, we don't get together as often as we used to, but when we do get together, I'm not going to bring up retirement planning with them. We're probably going to talk about other things, but uh, talking sports, yeah. talking about other things. But I, I would have to imagine that most people understand that Social Security is not going to be, um, can't be their only means of retirement income. Um, not only are there concerns, especially recently in the headlines about the funding of Social Security. Um, but also, it, you know, you can't look at that as your primary income source. And with the amount of pension income and, and, and companies that have pensions nowadays, uh, they look to 401k as their only option. So I would I would hope that a lot of them are, are plugging away and stashing that couple hundred bucks a month away into their Especially if that, if that match is there, if there is a match Correct, by the yeah. company. You might have to bring that into your conversation. So. <laughs> just say, hey, you dope. You know, Jeff just talked about this article. It says the sooner you do it, the less you have to set aside for a million bucks. That Aaron may not be a part of those nights out with his buddies anymore. Yeah, I'm, I'm, I might lose a couple friends if I'm uh, trying to push the retirement planning. <laughs> just give them your card on the side and say, call me. No, but even if they don't come to you because of you know for whatever reason, at least as a friend, you know, say that. Anyway, I was told to pay myself first by my grandpa when I got my first job in radio. He said, "Pay yourself first. I told you the story, Jeff. I didn't know what he meant. Pay myself. Well, yep. Actually, the radio station pays me to work there. What do you mean pay? He goes, "Do they have any at that point? They were just starting four hundred one k plans, Jeff. Nineteen eighty. It would have been eighty eight ish. Eighty eight. I started right away." It was WBKV yes. in West yep. Bend. Then yep. I started and here a year later, yep. and I've been doing it ever since. It's well, been 29 the, years. The sooner you do it, the better. The, the less you have to set aside, just like we were talking about yeah. earlier. And they were saying, the article goes on to say, find room in your budget. If you're making less than $50,000 a year, you might be wondering how you can find room in your budget to save $700 a month. At first, you want financial freedom just as, as much as you want other things in life. And it says once you've de- determined... You, if it's, it talks about taking some money out of your budget, but you know, you can even start slower and increase it later on, but be consistent. Becoming a millionaire 
is less about how much you make and more about consistency. Um, one way to ensure that you actually invest consistently is by setting up an automatic transfer from your bank to your investing account. So it's, or from, you know, if you work, you, know, you got to take advantage of matching contributions from your employer. That's the basic thing. That if, if they will match up to 4%, you have to put at least 4% away. It's free money. you're leaving money on the table. Yeah, it's free. And a lot of times you don't understand. What do you mean by free money? <laughs> I got to put money away. Yeah, but the, the money they give you. They're matching of, that. Yes. That's huge. Then it goes on to say, save your tax refund. If you get a big tax refund, you should put that money into retirement savings. The average refund for 2017 filing season was $2,782, according to the IRS. If you use $50,000 a year, stashing a refund of that size would be equivalent to saving about 6% of your income. So if you get a tax refund... Um, uh, don't just uh, take that and spend it. You know, at least take a portion of it and put it away, even if you can't put the whole amount away. This, I thought, was another good tip. You know, choose investments that offer growth. To, to increase your chance of having a million dollars in retirement, you need to invest your savings in assets that grow. No one gets rich by saving in a bank, according to Burke Sestok, a, a planner in White Plains, New, New York. Um, so he says, you know, uh, make sure that you choose, uh, be aggressive. There's no reason to be conservative, especially when you're younger. Um, and then the last thing is don't tap retirement savings before you retire. Yeah. You can cash out your 401k when changing jobs, but that'll seriously hurt your chances of saving a million dollars for retirement. Or if you take a loan or something like that from it, Jeff, you're kind of yeah. going backwards. That's then. absolutely right. Just yeah. Don't ever do that. Um, you know, you can cash out your 401k when changing jobs, but that'll seriously hurt your chances of saving a million dollars for retirement. Don't ever do that. That is very destructive to your retirement security. So make sure you roll it over into the next plan that you that you, that you you don't uh, take that money out and spend it. One quick question, Jeff. We talk 401k plans a lot. Most of our listeners can relate if they work at a place that has one. However, it's not the only retirement tool to save money. Many people don't have benefits at their jobs, right? They, they don't get health insurance. They don't get any benefit like a 401k plan. They've got to find another route. Right. And there are ways to do that. Well, most companies do offer 401k plans, but even if you don't, you can put money away into IRAs, Roth IRAs. You know, you can put money into investment accounts. Just make it consistent, systematic, electronic. So, you you know, that old saying, didn't you pay yourself first? Yeah. <laughs> and a lot of people don't recognize what that means, but no matter how much you put away into the retirement plan, you end up spending everything else. So make sure you put money into that first. And then if you spend everything else, that's okay. So that's what my grandpa meant. <laughs> he knew what he was now, talking now about. Now it right? clicks for you, right? Now, 30 years later. Oh, I get it. It's finally working. Um, in this, you know, job retention companies, Jeff, in this day and age, with unemployment being so low right now, what are we at? Around 4%, the lowest in 44 right, years. Less than that. Um, employers need to offer benefits to keep employees. It's pretty competitive yep, out there. And the company match as well. Even in our little company, we offer a company match. And you have to maximize. You have to at least put in as much as the company matches. So if you say, I can only put 3%, but the company matches 4%, you're leaving money on the table. You have to put at least what the company matches. A quick break. We're going to sneak this in on WIBA Madison, WISN in Milwaukee. Then we'll come back with Jeff Kowal and with Aaron Spitzner. And also Aaron Kowal joins us for the Boss Minute. I tell you what, a little change of plans here. Spencer, we'll do this. After the break, I want to take some phone calls. Jeff, the first caller, first come, first serve. The first caller we take, we'll get the four-pack of Summerfest tickets. How's that sound? Sounds great. That's a little uh, benefit of calling the show early. Numbers. 
call early, call often. <laughs> and uh, did you choose bumper music today? Yeah. What? Is, what? Uh, We're going to this concert tonight. Well, let me know who this is. Oh, Dave Matthews. <laughs> yeah. So all Dave Matthews, all show. Sure. Okay. <laughs> well, you picked the music for your show. I did, yes. Just got to make sure. You all pick good stuff, too. All right, we'll, t- we'll come back. We're going to hit the phones, and we'll talk to Aaron Kowal as we continue the retirement clinic with Jeff Kowal, with Aaron Spitzner. I'm Paul Cronforst. We'll be right back. Welcome back to the Retirement Clinic on WISN. I'm Aaron Kowal with the Boss Minute, business owner's savings and security. It's about owning your retirement, not just your business. Defined benefit pension plans are a dinosaur of the retirement plan world. They were the go-to plan for employers for decades. That started changing in the 1980s when defined contribution plans like 401k plans started taking off. Defined benefit plans became far too complex and costly for employers to keep offering. Now, an extremely low percentage of workers are covered by these plans that used to be the norm. Many think these plans are dead. However, they absolutely are not and could be a godsend in the right situation. There are similarities between the defined pension plan and the 401k plan. They can still be invested in stocks, bonds, mutual funds, and other instruments. In a 401k plan, the employer and employee determine how much they would like to contribute to the plan. In a defined benefit plan, a detailed analysis is done by an actuary, and the contribution is based on your age, income, and other variables, and they are not limited to the same cap as 401k plans. They absolutely are not right in every situation. Big companies with lots of employees will struggle mightily with a defined benefit plan. A company that could benefit from a defined benefit plan could be a closely held small business owner with one or a small number of owners, owners that are typically at least 45 years old, but can be great for younger ones as well, relatively fewer and younger employees, excess cash, and an owner who wants to make greater contributions. In an example of an employer who has a solo 401k, they can typically contribute about $50,000 to the 401k plan. However, someone who is nearly 45 may be able to contribute nearly $200,000, which could save about $100,000 in federal and state income tax. The contribution limits for these types of plans are huge. We have implemented these types of plans with clients and they absolutely work, and our clients have been thrilled to be able to save hundreds of thousands of dollars a year pre-tax. So the money will grow tax-deferred, and you'll get to save on taxes now and choose when and how much to draw from the account later on down the road in a potentially more tax-friendly environment. Give us a call now, and we will do a free review of your company's retirement plan to determine if a defined benefit pension plan is right in your situation. And that's this week's Boss Minute, the business owner savings and security with Aaron Kowal. Each week we do that, and each week the sexy segment, that's wealth management and preservation. That's coming up later in the show. Right now it's time to get to your calls on WISN, the retirement clinic. With your host, Jeff Kowal, Aaron Spitzner, financial advisor, joins us from Jeff's office, and we go to West Dallas. First up is Chuck. Chuck, thanks for joining us. Good morning. Good morning, and thank you for taking my call. Hi, Chuck. I worked for GE Health uh, Care for 40 years, and uh, they were recently thrown off the dial, and our pensions are eroding, and I know a lot of my friends are listening, they're concerned, uh, and some of the people that already work at GE don't even have pensions. And with the uh, counselor that I've been going to, I retired in 2011 and sold my GE stock, flipped it over, did, did some uh, Roth IRAs, followed your guidelines, and reclaimed just about everything back uh, that I had lost. 
through cheese. Oh, good. Cheese, uh, stock. Good. What's what, what's your question? And my bro, my brother retired from GE too, so I'm very familiar with yes. with their plans and. Uh, yes. Well, uh, we rolled it, everything over, and I, I guess I'm just encouraging everyone at GE to seek someone out like you to help them. I'd like uh, us. Us. Like, <laughs> they yes, just come like, to us. You. Yeah, and I think that's a good idea. And I, you know, uh, I was worried and. After I went to uh, people like you, like you, and <laughs> they helped us out. Well, good. I'm no longer in uh, worried. Yeah, diversification <laughs> is good. Uh, yeah, and, and uh, you know you have to make a decision on whether you're going to be taking out the the pension, or you know, in some cases you have a lump sum. But well, let's uh, talk about uh, this. And you have the four hundred one k options, or which which pension option do you take? Um, yeah, gee, it's a good company to have retired from. Um, when it comes to pensions, Jeff. Um, can they be taken away from us? And Gen, what, what Gen, happened with there's, GE? There's good good thing. Pension Benefit Guarantee Corporation is a company that guarantees pensions. Okay. And typically, if you're for lower levels, there's, you don't have to worry about your pensions. It's it's funded, uh, and that's a great I get great reason to have the pension. Um, and but then you also at GE and at other companies, you're able to supplement with a 401k plan and put money in there on a consistent basis. But one of the things they have is GE stock inside that. Well, GE stock was falling, yeah. um, and you know it it, uh, it came off the 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 Dow came the off Dow, the Dow, yeah, which was, was it was on there forever. So it's a, it's a change in the company, a change in their what they're happening. They're diversifying a little bit more. Um, yeah, there was, it's not a bad idea to diversify and get away from that. Yeah, that stock. And Chuck, I'm glad it worked out for you. And we yeah. thank you for the the kind comments as well. Thank yeah, you so much for the, call. for the for the phone call. He was the first caller, so he gets those uh, those tickets. Now we move on to other questions from Bayside. Is Dan? Hi, Good Dan. morning, Dan. Hi, thanks for taking my call. I have a two-part question. First, can I, my wife, collect spousal benefits if she's not at full retirement age and I am at full retirement age? That's my first question. Can she? Yes, but yes, she can get spousal. Is she 62 yet? 64. Yeah, she can get based on years. It might be less than 50%, and that's what happens. Uh, the spouse, you know, if you wait till her full retirement age, she'd get 50%. If it's less than that, she would get, you know, might get 45 or 43%. There's a, uh, you, right. know, you might not get the full 50%, but yeah, she can get spousal benefits off of your Social Security even before she's full retirement age. That's what I understood. Now, I followed up with two free calculators, the engine, financial engines and open security online calculators and they wouldn't allow that and they said that's not allowed but well give us a call we'll help you with it and give you the right answer okay thank you. <laughs> thank you. That, that's, i love that answer thank you dan for the phone call yeah, thanks for the call um i want to give out your phone numbers jeff we mentioned your website the com. The Kowal Way, K O W A L, the Kowal Way.com. Or you can call 262 522 or the toll free line 877 560 4040. Again, 262 522 If you want to make an appointment, if you want to call and you need some help with your retirement, Jeff, this is your niche. This is what you do, retirement. That's right. Um, if you're close to already in retirement, have $750,000 or more retirement assets, um, give us a call. Go online, request an appointment at the at the kowalway.com. It's K-O-W-A-L, the kowalway.com. Um, help you plan for a successful retirement if you're close to already in retirement. Aaron Spitzner has uh, something to talk about now. 
Yeah, and it, it, it kind of ties into what we were talking about earlier today with the, uh, if I'm talking to my buddies about their 401k, uh, this one kind of ties into that because it's how to prepare just in case you do die young. And uh, I thought it's important because a lot of times we we talk a lot about stashing money into your 401k and plugging away and getting ready for those retirement years. But this, these are four or five different things that protect you in case you do get blindsided um, and you know you face some some type of medical issues or early death sure, um, in your thirties or forties. Life happens, right? Yeah, and, and you know, again, just a couple key things to kind of focus in on. Um, th- this is a list that was actually in the Wall Street Journal. Um, the first being insurance. Uh, then we'll touch a little bit on having a will, making sure your beneficiaries are in order, and also having medical powers of or your powers of attorney and your medical proxies as well here. So, um, really, the first thing being insurance. Um, this, this is something you know fairly common and I think a lot of people are aware of out there but um, oftentimes people are buying that insurance for themselves when they have or when their children are born uh, so their surviving spouse won't have to worry about money uh, for tuition or other costs um, when they're raising their their kid as a single parent you're talking about life insurance here yeah, yeah that's correct the other being disability insurance uh, that one's oftentimes addressed by their employer um, so they do have access to that yeah. uh, but in the case that they don't uh, I guess I double check the plan to make sure you are covered within your employer plan. And if you're not, uh, that's an area that we can certainly help out with there with making sure that they do have proper disability insurance in place. Going back to life insurance, uh, Jeff, you have mentioned this on the show several times over the years. A lot of people are underinsured in this area. They just don't have enough. Sure. You're trying to have a multiple of your income. So if you're making $200,000 a year, you'd like to have at least five times your income uh, in insurance. I think that's a million dollar policy. Sure. Uh, at least that. Sometimes yeah. as much as 12 times. Your, it all depends on what other assets that you have. Because uh, at one point, especially if you don't have a lot of money in savings and you're not making as much, you might want to have 12 times your uh, annual salary in insurance. Aaron brought up, a, you know, you've got a wife, you've got several kids. If you do pass, what's going to happen? How do they make the mortgage payments? How do they, everything, right? Yep. So you want to make sure you've got that covered. What's yeah, next make, on that list? I, I, I don't like talking about dying young, Yeah, it, it's but a, it's a fact it, of life it and is, it happens. It is a fact of life. And oftentimes once we get to, you know, 40s, you, you tend to know somebody who faced that type of experience in their life. So it's a, it's important to address some of these, um, these more simple things. Um, a will. Uh, that's something everyone needs a will. Uh, oftentimes through conversations, I think people, they don't want to go out there and, and meet with an estate planning attorney to get that done, whatever it might be, the cost, the time. There's always some sort of a reason not to uh, do it. Uh, but without it, it could take weeks or months for an estate to make its way through the probate court. And during that time, your heirs might not be able to access money left to them or even write checks to pay simple bills. So it puts your heirs or beneficiaries in a really tough spot while you're things are going through probate. So it's important to have that will and everything in order. Uh, another area that that will will uh, will, will address, uh, address <laughs> uh, would be guardianship. Um, for children under 18, uh, it's the most important is to have that addressed within the will. Um, without having that addressed, uh, basically you're leaving that decision of who will take care of your kids up to the court. So I got to thank Jeff Kowal on a personal note because back when... Dawn and I took our first cruise. It was the first time we traveled. It was to Hawaii. And I just thought to myself, what if something happens? We're both yep. going. We're not just one of us where if one passes away, but what if we both, something horrific happens? And you said, get a will, get yeah. a will, get a will. And, and you got me an attorney and we got a will. And it does, the guardianship note, it does give us, Aaron, peace of mind. Yeah. 
just if something horrible happens, at least our kids are taken care of and everybody knows where they're going and it's all on in writing. Yeah. Yeah, I figured the last thing you want is the, the court system deciding uh, who's going to take care of your kids for you. So, yep. Yeah, again, not another, not a nice, uh, pleasant thing to talk about this morning. But, but um, when you uh, get them done, when you're done with this stuff, don't you feel better? Like, yeah. I got that one done. I crossed the will off. I got that finished. I got the life insurance. What's next? Well, uh, we could look at powers of attorney and proxies. Uh, so if you're worried about passing suddenly or becoming suddenly incapacitated, the legal documents that you should have are some sort of health care advance directive and a living will. A health care proxy appoints one person older than the age of 18 to act on your behalf when making med- medical decisions. Um, if you don't have this document signed and something happens to you, your spouse will have the right to make these decisions. Uh, followed by adult children and your parents. So I think that's another area that people have some concern about. They don't necessarily know who would be able to make those decisions for them. Um, there is a default structure set up. However, it's good just to have the, uh, that document signed in an order so you have the, the right person making your medical decisions. I have to make a comment on this. See how good, how focused he is? Yeah. Tell him what's going on in your life. I mean, any minute now. Oh, baby could be coming any minute now. Oh, no, I didn't know that. And I don't even have my phone on me right now, so I told her she's just going to have to call the show. As long as I, as long as I Is this your first one? Oh, this is number two. Number two? Yeah, so I don't need my phone. I just number no. three. Can I just make an observation? You're wearing an Apple Watch on your wrist. Yeah. You don't need a phone. Doesn't well, it just call you? Well, it's connected through my phone, which is in my vehicle, and it's giving me this red thing showing that I'm not connected to my phone. <laughs> Is that so, what that means? Because I just so got my Apple Watch. So you're making yeah, a call yeah. from his wife any right. moment now. Right. She knows where to call. As, she long as, she, as long as she's listening. Can I, I say congratulations ahead of time? Thanks, yeah. That's yeah, awesome. That's you must be excited right now. Yeah, little boy. So it'll be it'll be good. We'll have one of each. and Awesome. Yeah, it'll be. Uh, so all of this stuff that you're talking about, you're going through in your own personal life. Yeah. I mean, you're, that's exactly it. Yeah. So I just figured it's it's important not only to save, but also to make sure these other areas of the of your financial plan are, are are fully covered. And as you have more babies like you, you have to adjust those accordingly. Oh, I, I I'm not having any more babies. <laughs> <laughs> She's not convinced of that. You know what I else said? We had two. That's just enough. So if you go somewhere like a county fair you go to each of you have a responsibility you got two kids any more than that i i can't count for them yeah i I heard then you got to run the zone coverage and i'm I'm content with the man to man (laughs) we almost lost our youngest sydney at state fair one year and then a friend told us get a leash I oh, said, isn't oh, that a good idea? You can't tie your kid up to a leash. No, this, they have them for like your wrist. You right. tie it onto your kid's wrist. We actually tried it one year. It just looked really goofy. <laughs> walking around like Those you're walking Those were popular your dog. for about 12 minutes. They lasted for about, yeah. yeah, 12 minutes. And then it's like, nah, no, we don't need a leash for our kid. Anyway, uh, instead, congrats think, on that. Yeah, I think my wife needs a leash for me instead. So yeah. Yeah. <laughs> Run your where, is he, where is he again? He's running away from the family. But these are things, even though uncomfortable to talk about death, Jeff, you've talked about this on many uh, levels. Approaching your parents as they get older. Sure. Have you put your affairs in order, mom and dad? Are we set in case something, God forbid, does happen? We all die someday. That's right. Your chances of dying are 100%. It's going to happen. Yeah, yeah, those are the odds. Is, are, is that one thing we can guarantee on the air? That's right. That's one thing we can. <laughs> yeah, not anything else, actually. Well, taxes, uh, death and taxes, right? Yeah. Um, uh, I want to cover one more quick article before we go to break. Is that okay, Paul? That's that, It's your show. 
Well, do anything you, you want. But you have the flow going pretty well. I don't want to screw it up. Well, we do have the sexy segment as long as we save time for that. We, we, we'll have plenty of time for okay. that. And it's going to be especially good this time. <laughs> the floor is yours, Jeff. Yeah, go. Okay. Just one more quick thing before we go to a break. Is, couldn't early retirement help you live longer? This I thought was a pretty interesting article. It was from U.S. News and World Report. It says you should plan to retire sooner rather than later if you want to live longer. I thought that was pretty interesting. And I'm not sure that that's the case. This is one study, and then the article is good enough to uh, uh, show some competing studies as well. He says, at least that's the conclusion of the 2017 study of the Journal of Home Economics, which has linked early retirement with longer lifespans. The study considered the mortality of civil servants who took advantage of a temporary government program that would let them retire as early as age 55. This was in the Netherlands. However, the secret to maximizing your chance of living longer isn't so simple. It's more complicated than that. Um, and what it says is that there's conflicting research. Some studies show that it increases your lifespan. Other research suggests different findings. And that's why this is just, I think, a one-off. It says the health consequences of retirement uh, published by 24 t- published in 2014 by the University of Wisconsin system found that retiring could provide people with more leisure time that could lead to the adoption of healthy habits but such an increased such as increased exercise reduced smoking but relied on data provided from 6200 individuals um, it says, however, other studies don't paint the same picture of early retirement a 2016 study from uh, a journal of epidemiology and community health found healthy people who worked a year later lowered the chance of death by 11%. So I thought that was kind of interesting. A 2016 paper published by a journal of health economics estimated retirement increases the man's chance of becoming over two to four years by 12%. So I'm thinking Why, because that because you're not working and you're just yeah, sitting around and, eating and, more? Especially if it's early retirement, you may not... Um, Maybe you were more active or maybe you were on more of a schedule that, that you were before. And there are some drawbacks to early retirement. It's hard to quantify how much personal attitudes towards retirement play in life expectancy. But those forced into retirement because of a layoff may be less likely to embrace the possibilities of their new free time. Meanwhile, people who retire early because of poor health could die prematurely for reasons unrelated mm. to their employment status. This is fine. The bottom line here is finding a purpose in retirement is paramount for health and happiness. Whether you leave early, whether you stay longer, whatever it is, you when gotta, you leave, you got to keep busy. Is what they're when saying. You leave, when you leave for retirement, retire to something, and that's why a lot of our clients, um, you know, they don't know they're busier in retirement, and all the things that they save for for nights and weekends now fills up their day. That, that they, they, you know, they don't know what to do with. They don't have free time now because all their time is filled up. And I think that's a healthy way to go. I, I agree. I, retirement years ago, Jeff, you you know, you know thought of the rocking chair on the porch. You're just sitting around. Yeah. I don't think today's retirees are doing that. No, more active, much more active. We Bo- see that. The boomers, right? I mean, that's an active, active generation. Uh, can you risk, is that a, a risk retiring too early, you think? You retire and you just... You know, you're so used to go, go, go every day for 30 years. Yeah, that's why you have to retire to something and be active in retirement. We'll be right back, Jeff. That was not the sexy segment. No. You've got another good segment coming up on wealth management and preservation. 
And that's next as we continue the retirement clinic today. Aaron Spitzner joins us from the Kowal Investment Group. Aaron's a financial advisor along with the president. President of the Kowal Investment Group is Jeff Kowal. I'm Paul Cronforce, the Retirement Clinic, WIBA, WIBA, WIBA in Madison, I should mention, and WISN in Milwaukee. We're on every Saturday morning, and we'll be right back. Oh, yeah, that music means it's time on the Retirement Clinic for the Wealth Management and Preservation segment. We call it the sexy segment. Jeff, and you've talked about obtaining wealth, but then preserving wealth. Preserving it, passing on to your heirs, taking income from it. This show is for everybody, but this particular segment is for those with a million dollars or more. And a lot of times people say, well, I don't have a million dollars. But wait a second. If you have $500,000 in your retirement plan, if your home is worth $500,000, you're at a million dollars. If you have assets outside, second home, rental properties, uh, if you get an inheritance, uh, any number of uh, reasons, you might have $2 million, $3 million, $5 million, $10 million or more. If you own your own business, uh, all types of things. This segment is for you. This, I wanted to do it um, today was uh, passing an IRA on to your heirs. This is a Kiplinger's retirement report. Um, and especially if you have 750, a million dollars, million and a half in your retirement plan, um, this I thought was pretty timely. It says, how to best leave IRA assets to uh, IRAs, how to best leave IRA assets to heirs has long been a popular topic among readers. Uh, this is, again, the Kiplinger's Retirement Report. How can heirs maximize their IRAs? Um, the po topic has staying power. So it generated some questions. Uh, the, the article has some questions. Can I name, can an IRA owner name a specific beneficiary as primary beneficiary, but name his estate as a secondary beneficiary? It's possible. But any heirs who might receive the IRA money through the estate will lose the opportunity for a stretch account. That's very important. Uh, it's better off, in my opinion, better to name named beneficiaries because that the named beneficiaries have a life expectancy and that life expectancy can reduce the amount, the amount that you have to take out each year from your retirement plan. So it's a, just a way to preserve uh, your estate. So I would name secondary beneficiaries. Okay, here's another one. Again, this is from Kiplinger's Retirement Report. I've considered naming a trust as an IRA beneficiary, but in that case, can the IRA distribution still be stretched? It depends on the type of trust name. Some trusts are considered non-personal beneficiaries, making it impossible to stretch the IRA. But if a trust is written as a see-through trust, then the trust beneficiary will be treated as if he or she were the IRA's direct beneficiary. A consultant, a state planning attorney for this, it's like, don't do this by yourself. Uh, you know, get get somebody to help you with that. But I think the, the IRA beneficiary trust may be a, a great way to go, um, especially if you want to put some restrictions on the contingent beneficiaries. If you want to spouse first, and then you want to put some restrictions on the contingent beneficiary, the IRA beneficiary trust is a great way to go. Here's another one. If I want my children to inherit my IRA from my wife, how do I fill out the beneficiary form? Okay, this is an easy one. A spouse who inherits an IRA controls what happens to the money next because she will either take the inherited IRA as her own or remain a beneficiary of the inherited IRA and name successor beneficiaries. Either way, her chosen beneficiaries are next in line for the money. So this, so this is where we get into problems. This is a reason why to do the IRA beneficiary trust because if a spouse, so if a husband dies, I'm just using this as an example, and then money goes to the spouse, 
and the kids are named as a contingent beneficiary, that sounds all well and good. Problem comes in is she remarries. She has a right to change the beneficiary. So that's why an IRA beneficiary trust, maybe you may be able to control that a little bit better. So I think I, a lot of times an IRA beneficiary trust may be a good way to go. Uh, and the last thing is how are IRA assets split and distributed to the heirs? The beneficiary form asks you to designate a percentage of each named beneficiary. If you fail to pull down the percentages, typically the custodian will split the assets equally among the named beneficiaries. I think that's fine. All important stuff. And Jeff, this is all stuff the Coal Investment Group can help. Our listeners. Work. That's right. You want to be uh, pay special attention to the beneficiaries, especially once you get a million, two million, three million dollars in your accounts. These are times when you have to be careful with how those assets are distributed. How can you maximize it? And a lot of things to do with that. I know we're winding down, but I want to sneak in a quick caller here before we do run out of time. Jay's been waiting in Heartland. Thanks for calling in, Jay. You're on WISN and WIBA. Hi, Jay. What's Good up? Good morning. Uh, just a quick question for you. I'm. Uh maxing out my current 401k for my employer. I'm 54 years old. And I'm just wondering, does the max out amount include the company match or is it only the uh, portion that I put into my 401k? Good question. It's only your portion. And if they match at 100%, you're in great shape. But if they do your 40% match, that's good too. Uh, but if you're over... Yeah, uh, it's not quite that rich, but uh, no, but any match every, will, every percent helps. <laughs> yeah, you bet. And any any match that you get is fine, but yeah, you can put up to uh, twenty four thousand five hundred a year away now that you're over age fifty. So if you're maxing that out, and if they contribute to it at all, you're 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 heading down the right path. Okay, thank you for the answer. I appreciate it. All right, thank you, Jay. Give us a call if there's anything we can do to help. Appreciate the yeah, Thank you so much. Uh, have a great weekend. And of course, to all of our listeners, have a great 4th of July this Wednesday. We're going to come back with some final comments with Jeff Kowal, with Aaron Spitzner from the Kowal Investment Group, the retirement specialist here at News Talk 1130 WISM Milwaukee, WIVA Madison. Stick around. More Dave Matthews as we continue. That's tomorrow night, we have learned. And uh, it's at Summerfest. Hey, we had some great questions today, Jeff, as we wind up the show today. We've got a minute left. Let's give contact information. Now, we hear you guys Monday through Friday on both stations with market updates. Let's say I want to set up an appointment. Great. <laughs> you would love that. Right. Do so. Give our office a call at 262-522-4040 or 877-560-4040. Or you can always go online um, to the thekowalway.com, the Kowal, K-O-W-A-L, thekowalway.com. If you're close to or already in retirement, if you have $750,000 or more in retirement assets, do give, a, give us a call. If you're a do-it-yourselfer, just tired of doing it yourself, give us a call. Um, so make sure that you, you pay attention to your retirement planning and go to people who care about your success in retirement. And we want to congratulate in advance Aaron Spitzner on the uh, birth of your son, which is going to happen any minute now. Maybe it already happened. <laughs> <laughs> Well, that would, I would feel really bad. He's pretty calm. Isn't <laughs> yeah, he? he is. I love it. Uh, Aaron, thank you so right, much. Thank you. Have a great fourth. And you too, Jeff. Thank, thank you. Me. And we thank our listeners in WISN land and, of course, in Madison. There's a location in Middleton, Phoenix, Arizona, Port Washington, and, of course, in Waukesha, thekowalway.com.